Hey friends, welcome to today's podcast episode. In this episode, we're going to talk about our favorite books, why we love to read, and what books impacted us the most. So, let's get into the episode. Hey friends, welcome. Hey everybody, welcome. It's me, Glenda. And Natalie. And we're excited to have you guys for another episode. This one's going to be fun. I'm really excited about this one. So this episode, we're going to be talking about books. We're going to be talking about our favorite books um, and why we like to read and all that stuff. So um, I'm excited. I personally love to read. I'm always reading I love I'm a books. bit of a nerd, but that's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're so, always like so excited to see like, oh, what, what's a new book we can read? Right, or like, yeah. you tell me about a book, or oh I tell gosh, you about yeah. a book. <laughs> we're, always, we're always searching for new books to read. Yes. Um, but we're going to get started. We're going to jump in. Um, and we're going to start by talking off about why do we like to read? And why do we enjoy books so much? So start us off, Natalie. Okay, yes. So, I have to uh, start off by saying that when I was young, I didn't necessarily read a whole lot of books. Um, I was, you know, if you know me, you know I love art. And so, for me, I was enjoying painting and stuff like that. So, I didn't read as much. I did read, but just not a whole lot. Mm -hmm. But as I grew older, I just loved being able to learn new things. Really, it's it was so fun when I was younger to, to enter new worlds through a book. That's something I really enjoyed. Um, um, like yeah, as a younger kid to read all these books, um, are either fantasy or, you know, fiction and to enter a world just was kind of cool, mm-hmm. you know, it just yeah. opened up your imagination to so much more, but I haven't read fiction in a while. So, um, it's been a, it's been a while, <laughs> but, um, I, what I really like now that I read like just nonfiction books, I love reading continuously to grow and learn. Um, and it helps me in areas that I want to improve um, or I'm struggling with. You know what I mean? Um, so when I read and learn new things, it also allows me to possibly bring something new to others. And sharing those new things with others brings me so much joy. Mm, that's so awesome. Um, so I love to read. I have been reading since I was a little kid. Pretty much as soon as I could start reading, I was reading. <laughs> um, but uh, I've been reading. I totally agree with Natalie. When I was younger, I loved reading books because I wanted to go to a different world, to a different planet, and um, discover things, go on an adventure, things like that. Uh, something that really... Uh, it transported me to a new place. It taught me new things that I didn't know before. Um, I love reading because it makes me feel emotions. It makes me feel different things. Um, and reading really like opens up your mind. It allows for creativity. Um, and when you personally, when I was younger and even till this day, really, when I read books, especially with characters in them, I, they're like friends, you know? Mm-hmm. So yes. cool. Yes. But um, really, I just love reading because it it 
opens up your mind, you learn about new things, you engage and, and can tr take yourself somewhere so far away, even though you're just in your living room or yeah. in your room. Mm -hmm. And that's some of, that's my favorite thing about reading. Um, When I was younger, I read a lot more like fiction and fantasy mm -hmm. and like till this day, I kind of do a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not as much as I did when I was younger, but definitely uh, when now that I'm older, I do more nonfiction I like a, some historical books too. Like uh -huh. that's kind of yeah. I'm into like well, obviously like reading science books. Um, but history books are kind of interesting. I used to not like them when I was younger, but now I enjoy them yeah. much more. Yeah. I was gonna um talk about the characters. You're saying how we form such like bonds with those characters in the books. Yeah, um, they, they you get so like attached. Friends. Yeah. yeah, and you get quite emotional. When oh my gosh! Something happens yeah, to the character. Like, oh my I God. literally I get so emotional when something happens to a character. Like, I remember when I was younger and I read a book and like one of my favorite characters dies and I was like crying. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> I was like no. <laughs> um, but it's interesting. Like I'm, I wonder. I I'm sure that I'm not the only one. Yeah, but no. um. You guys let us know. Like, do you guys get emotional when you read books? Like, attached to characters and stuff like that. That yeah, that's that'd interesting be cool to know to know about. But um, yeah. So we're gonna jump into the good part of this episode. <laughs> um, we're gonna talk about uh three of our favorite books. Um, and we're gonna talk about why. So. Okay. Let's get started. <laughs> yes. Um, this is kind of hard because you have so many like different books, but the good thing is we're going to break them down into categories. Um, and so let's see. We're, we're going to start with creative books. Yeah, yeah. I can for sure so talk about that. <laughs> I for sure can't talk about that. <laughs> so Natalie will definitely be talking about this one more than I because I, I don't read a lot of creative books. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm... Or in the sense like... I guess more artistic. Yeah, more like. artistic books. Definitely not something I do a lot, but you have a lot of knowledge on that. So yes, give us your top three favorite creative books, Natalie. Okay, so um, I'm going to start with um, Creativity, Inc. But, um, it's called Overcoming the Unseen Forces That Stand in the Way of True Inspiration by Ed Catmull and Amy Wallace. Um, I also really... Well, a little bit about that book. That yeah, book I love why. so much because it get it's actually talks about um, Pixar. So mm, everybody, Pixar. if you guys know like any, um, if you're a Disney or Pixar fan, let us know. Yes, okay. interesting. I'm more of a Disney-ish. Natalie is definitely more Pixar. Yes, but I am more Pixar. Let us but, know. <laughs> but they're all so good. So. They're yeah, they're both so great. But what I really like about this book is that this book really kind of talks a little bit about how to get through some of those hard things in uh, creativity and when you're inspired to do things, especially with a team and others that you're working and collaborating with. So what I love about this book is he um, is the president of Pixar. And so he gets to talk a little bit about the culture there and some of the things that he's learned that has really helped them um, to grow and to have the quality of Pixar things that we've seen, uh, Pixar movies that we've seen. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And so that is like a really good reason why I love this book. But there's so many other like parts of the book that have just so much knowledge. It's so, are so rich with um, parts of the book that allow you to see a little bit of how people in this industry have um really improved 
on on this. Um, the second book I really enjoy is Head in the Clouds, Feet on the Ground, A Survival Guide for Creatives, Visionaries, and Dreamers by Ryan Romeo. And I I must say, you like, really like that one. I love this book so much. Um, so Ryan is the person that kind of helped start um what's called Outcry Tour. So I don't know if you if everyone's familiar, but mm-hmm. Outcry Tour is like a Christian tour with so many famous singers that they they bring on. Um, but he talks about kind of like him. He's himself is a designer, and so he has that kind of creative mindset. But something I love that he talks about is that we're all creative. He's like mm, anybody yeah. is creative. There's a difference between artistic and creative, but everybody is a creative. Right. Um, and so he wants to encourage people to dream. Um, and this could honestly be a, like entirely different podcast, but about dreaming and continuing your dreams, even if you've kind of left them behind yeah. or if you've forgotten them or something has gotten in the way, but it helps you really take the steps and pra- practical steps as well. Nice. He talks about things like um how we can like the aspect of dreaming just in just daydreaming what what is right. the biggest thing you could think of or what would you love to 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 have um or do in your life mm-hmm. and then he gives you some practical steps and set, talks about like working hard for those dreams um but uh, there's so much more to talk about it but yeah just for sake of time i'm gonna go move on to number three which is steal like an artist 10 things nobody told you about being creative by austin cleon and so this book is actually a really short book it's it's almost like each page is just kind of like a sentence or two but what i love is he's just re-establishing reaffirming those parts of us as creatives um or as more like creative artistic people about um especially like ideas yeah and Mm -hmm. um kind of getting inspiration from other people yet in a more like in a respectful way and and how to um look at what's around you and kind of take on your own spin and take on what what's your lens of whatever you want to speak out about right that's awesome So those are my three favorite creative books for sure nice nice we're gonna move on to science science. and for sure you can talk a whole lot about that (laughs) subject (laughs) all right guys so these are my top three science books um like natalie said i'm definitely more of the science book reader because well i um love science (laughs) (laughs) um okay so the first one i have and um it is called seasick by alana mitchell seasick is such a good book it's a good it's a book that basically really first open open up my eyes to like the the impact that we have on the oceans as like humans, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's a, such a great book to if you want to learn more about like what what is happening with the oceans and like the problems that they're facing, it is so good. Um, I really love this book. The next one that I really like is called The World is Blue by Sylvia Earle. And now, if anybody knows Sylvia Earle, then they are well-knowledged in the basically accomplishing women in uh, science and uh, anything to do with the ocean. She is a pioneer in that. 
Um, this book is also about what is happening in the ocean, like the problems that it's facing, but more so through a like policy standpoint. So like what are our government systems doing and like how they may not be helping and what we as individuals can do. It's such a great book, such a great book. Um, and the third one that I really like is called The Perfect You by Dr. Caroline Leaf. Now, Dr. Caroline Leaf, she is like, she's a neuroscientist, essentially. Which I, I'm like, kind of she Natalie has read this book, so she definitely enjoys it too. But it's, it's such, this I believe is such a vital book mm-hmm. for like yeah, a I human agree. being to own or to have. Or at least I've read once or twice. And it's it's a book about, you know, the perfect you. So how can you think, feel, choose um, in a healthy in, in a way, healthy way yeah, that uh-huh. is, it's, it's, you know, unique to you. Um, this book is so good. It has a lot to do with your thoughts and your minds and how they're, um, they're real things and they're not like, just empty air bubbles that we see in like cartoons and stuff like that it's it's definitely about being intentional with like your mindset and your thought process it is a a, it's a def like definitely a book i recommend for everyone um i try to read it at least once every year it's it's that good like you need to read it um but yeah this is this is definitely another one that needs to be checked out um and it's not like one of it's not your usual like just read the whole thing. It kind no, of it, it's a it lot of interaction yeah. and questions that you have to really think about and then answer honestly in yeah. order to like better your your own health. Yeah, and yourself. it's it's yeah. very sciencey. So there are lots of like um terms that may seem kind of hard, but it it's really quite if you if you're someone who likes like things about your brain, neuroscience, and um you know just lots of deeper cellular science it's a really good one Mm -hmm. but like natalie was saying so the book is kind of split up into two parts really Mm -hmm. it's like you there's a section of reading of the book where she explains like what the perfect you is how your thoughts are important Mm -hmm. how like things are very unique to you um and then it has the questionnaire where you go through and you talk you kind of you fill out these questions to learn more about yourself really mm-hmm. and i think she calls it like the uq or something the, yeah uq or some e no definitely i can't remember <laughs> <laughs> um but uh it is so good and i think the, the reason why this book is so appropriate and so like vital is because right now we live in a world where people want to put you in a in a category box mm. like there's a lot of like enneagrams and um personality tests which those are fine they're yeah, fun me and natalie them. have done them but uh, this one is really unique because you know she basically states like you can't be put in a in a classification or a box or you know um it limits you and she talks about how you are very unique to yourself there's and it's kind of appropriate let's think about it there's no one else like you in the world you yeah. are you, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, so I really like this book. Um, but yeah, these are my three science books. I highly recommend them. So let's move on to some fiction. Fiction, yes. And these are going to be from like when I was probably younger. Yeah, probably when we were younger. Um, and me and Glenn both have two series that we, we yes. love. Yes. We really enjoy. Um, the first one is uh, The Giver series by Lewis Lowry. Mm-hmm. 
And um, the second one is Narnia series by C.S. Lewis. Ooh, both great. Both good. Books. And I, I just, I honestly love them so much. I love the Narnia series. Yeah, and if you haven't heard of the Narnia series, it's like a little, it's a collection of books where the, it takes this journey of some children and they go through, well, if you've heard of like the, like, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, then yeah. uh-huh. that one's pretty iconic and classic. But there's some other ones in there. <clears throat> and it's just very fantastical yes, and, and uh-huh. lots of different creatures like centaurs and um no they do have like a little bit of a faith-based kind of yes mm-hmm. um c.s lewis was yeah um which is kind of the reason i like it especially as a as a young child mm, yeah it helped me kind of understand a little bit of different, i guess the christian topics and, yeah and uh-huh. yeah um it's it's so good and the and the movies are really good as well yes we jo- enjoyed them a lot the Giver series is a um, it's a very unique series. I really like it. So the Giver series has to do with like um, this. I think it's like utopian yes. society. It's uh-huh. like as it, as if it were like this little society were kind of perfect. Really, um, that you know everyone had good health and and there was rules set in place and stuff mm-hmm, like that. And so mm-hmm. it was very like uh it seemed perfect but then this character um he realizes something feels odd or different mm-hmm. about it and they realize that they've been kind of like manipulated or yes being controlled in a way and so they could only see things as you know in a certain way and things were um you know picture perfect but then you know he kind of his eyes open up and he's he's what you would call like they they get these like positions as yes. they grow older, uh-huh. and then he has a position position of the giver, and he basically is the one person in this town or village or that knows like society that knows the truth about everything, and it's quite unique. And the story kind of continues on with other characters, but what I love about this series is how the at first the books seem so um different. You're like one of them is like very perfect society, and the other one's like almost old time like back in the old age and then what you don't realize is like in the end they all come together so perfectly Uh i love it um but there's so much like um character growth in this one and i think that the way that the author wrote these books is just oh it's Mm mind-blowing so good and Um, like the books it's like a series but yet they could kind of be like read at least one or two of them on the on, on their own, yeah, yeah for sure, sense. for sure. Um, and then the last one is mine, uh, a, a series that I read when I was younger, which actually kind of like propelled my love for reading. Mm-hmm. And it was um a series. Inkheart is the first book, um, but uh, by Cornelia Funk, and it is such a very uh, it's it's basically a book about books. It's amazing. It <laughs> it's literally. A, a book lover's dream like uh and and it talk about this little girl who basically you know starts reading and she gets she basically creates like what she's a world from like what she reads and like it comes to life yeah uh it's such a cool book to read as like a, a young kid because then you kind of like start loving reading and books and how much you can um get from them so that's it's definitely a good book i recommend for like younger kids it's so good okay so we're gonna move on to 
nonfiction. Yes. You want to start us off? Yeah, let I'll start us off. Okay, so for nonfiction, so this is what Natalie and I kind of read more so yes. now. Uh-huh. Um, so the first book I have is called Quiet by Susan Cain. This is a wonderful book. It's about being introverted, um, which both Natalie and I are introverted. <laughs> um, so I found this book to be oh so good. It, our like, older sister told us. Our, yeah, our older sister told us about it, and it's such a good book. Um, it basically it's good for both introverts and extroverts. It's a good book for introverts to kind of like understand a little bit about themselves in a way mm-hmm. and how they're so powerful in this world. But it also is good for extroverts because it can give you some idea of what intro- being introverted is like. And kind of how to, like, go about your interactions with them. Yes. And how you talk, to yes, talk to exactly. Like that. Yeah. That's, it's a definitely a good book I recommend. Another one is called Atomic Habits by James Clear. I have read this book as well. And I think a lot of people have probably heard about this book. It's it's a lot about, obviously, habits and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how small little habits can totally transform your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's such a great book for especially like in the new year when people are trying to like start up yes. um new tr- habits yeah new habits try to get into new things this is such a great book and and it really it, it puts things in a very practical way that's totally doable i think it's such a great book and um, uh, but- something i like that he says is he talks about how important your systems are like mm, yeah if your systems fail you won't necessarily um keep up with it and what i mean by systems is kind of like how is it set up in mm-hmm. your day for a habit um to be created or made um or if you already have a habit how do you break a bad habit you know what mm, i mean yeah okay so um the last one is your best year ever by michael hyatt this is, I think this is a really good book. It, it's kind of like the book you need at the beginning of the year to basically just, like, inspire you to work hard and do things, like, especially for your goals. And he, that that's what the book is about, basically, how to make the, this year your best year ever and, mm. and how to accomplish that and what things you need to do and what things you need to set up. It's, I would almost say it's similar to the Atomic Habits yeah. one. Mm-hmm. But Michael Hyatt is a great, uh, great writer, and he's really into like wanting, kind of like your like help your systems and oh productivity and do better. Mm-hmm. Oh productivity, yeah, yeah. So um, this is definitely a good book, and what better book to read for twenty twenty one than your best year ever? Exactly. <laughs> um, I think this is one that people need to check out for sure. Yes. Okay, so what are your favorites? Okay, so um, you have Atomic Habits on there. Uh-huh. But since you have that on there, I'm going to replace it with Free to Focus by Michael Hyatt. Ooh. That one's really good. It, it's all in the category of productivity. hmm And what I love is that he actually gives you, like, tools and resources that he uses oh, for yeah. productivity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something as simple about, like, if you have command keyboard shortcuts to really get your... Yeah. Um, to use your tools to like the max capacity you can, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the one I want to recommend. So that one's for productivity. Then another one is the Go Giver. It's a little story about a powerful business idea by Bob Berg and John David Mann. And this one is so good because he is talking about 
um, the importance of being generous and generosity. Mm, that's a good one. Um, he, he's probably saying like, it's more, it's best to give than to receive. Right. And being more selfless than being selfish. But it's crazy. His, this, this, these two authors um, kind of have this kind of, almost like a business-like storyline. Yeah. Um, it's fiction, but it is very powerful in the sense that it is really um what's the word um i mean it's basically giving you a what would be a real life story yes uh-huh of a situation in 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 life it's really cool and i'm sure that these are probably actually taken from like instances in their lives yeah um, exactly but what i really loved is like he talks about the the importance of when you give to others that allows you to not just get, but you see how much fulfillment there is by you giving, you know, mm-hmm. and that alone is something that really motivates you and empowers you. Um, and you you build really good relationships when you're more on the end of generosity yeah. than on trying to, like, take from people. For sure. obviously we, we know that, like, taking, taking does not, you know, it doesn't, bring a lot of goodness you know to it's you, interesting like. like you think by taking you add things to your life but it's almost like you're giving it away when you uh, do that yeah like in a in a negative way yeah, you know for sure for sure so that's a really good one and then the other the last one is the last lecture by randy posh and oh, this is such such a good yeah book. this one is about it's kind of like a sad story but yet, yet it's a real motiv- it's a true story yeah it is a true story and yet so motivational it's about this this professor um randy he's a professor who mm-hmm. um finds out that he has um terminal cancer mm-hmm. and he knows he's gonna be he's gonna pass away yeah and so he decides to do like the things that you know with what little time he has yeah. he's gonna care about every moment he spends with the people he's with but decides to write this book to, to not only to leave for his children, but to leave mm. to anybody about what does it look like to to really live, mm-hmm, really to live. Yeah. And so he gives, you know, his kind of his personal um, ideas for it. But a lot of those things are based on really good foundations of um, kindness and doing good to others and um, and kind of like giving back to others as well. So. I really enjoyed the last lecture is such a and it's a small book. Yeah, it's like so, both yeah. the Go Giver and the Last Lecture are small books. They're really kind yeah. of easy to go through, but like but powerful, powerful. And like for me, I was like when I finished, like what I'm done. You know, like yeah, it's so it's good. So, you just want to keep reading. Yeah, and I think um, the, the authors to the Go Giver have a few more other books similar. To yeah, that. they have some more recent books that I probably need to check out. Yes. I need to obviously. <laughs> read those <laughs> yes and then so we're gonna go into our last section or well, uh, second, second to, last. to last so this one is our s- spiritual books spiritual books oh there's a lot you have some that are really good you want to start yes. with that okay so um i think most of these are ones i've read this year mm, nice so they're kind of new or somewhat new also fy natalie and i tried to like we try to do um the Goodreads challenge every oh, year yes, where we try we to do. like read so many books in a year. Yeah. Um, so this year I did like one book every month. So 12 books mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. year. Just to start off, I didn't want to do something right, so crazy. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but I met the goal, so that's good. I feel like this year we were... We had lots of time to read. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> For sure. But um, 
The first one is it's not supposed to be this way. Finding unexpected strength when disappointments leave you shattered by Lisa mm-hmm. Turkhurst. And this book was really, truly powerful. Like, she talks about her personal story of um, being hurt, being disappointed mm-hmm. by people she loved, people she trusted who hurt her. And who really, um, like she says, shattered, kind of, almost like shatters her. It mm-hmm. really breaks yeah. her down. And she talks about in such a... Um, such a different perspective really such an unearthly perspective Mm. on moving through this moving through her difficulties and the hurts that she has and finding god as her strength and like her foundation being like set on the word of christ to help her through these difficult difficult times and it's not like she talks about in the book how she's like she would love to just pray and say take it all take take all my pain Mm -hmm. fix it up so i can just be ready to have a better life tomorrow but like we all know that's not how that goes right yeah, and yeah. so she talks about the importance of taking every day every step um toward healing toward um redemption and renewment in so many areas of her life and so it has so many good things i honestly recommend this book i have uh, not yet read it but i yes, definitely it's will so good and so my second one is um get out of your head stopping the spiral of toxic thoughts by jenny allen and this one this one i've heard this one a lot i have not read it but i've definitely heard of it so good it's similar to what you would read with um dr caroline leaf Mm -hmm. but the good thing is it's not really that not that sciencey yeah so she gives it quite plain and simple um yet really um direct she talks to you quite like um honestly about what she's been through and taking Mm -hmm. her thoughts captive um and she talks about the importance of being aware of your thoughts so yeah she talks about what initiated this journey of like from negative negative toxic unhealthy thoughts to their journey to healthy thoughts and she talks about she she starts to doubt god and her faith but yet she kind of gives you all these different steps she takes from things like community and having people with you too. Right, yeah. Um, either things like counseling or, or really going back to the Word. She talks mm-hmm. about renewing your mind daily with the Word of, of Christ. And um, this is something I'm always on the journey of doing. Like, always renewing my mind uh, yes. with God's Word. So yeah. I always love reading anything, any kind of book like this. Um, and then last one is The Fight to Flourish. Engaging in the Struggle to Cultivate the Life You Were Born to Live by Jenny Lusco. Ooh, nah. Jenny Lusco. Levi Lusco, amazing author as well. He's written some good books. Yes, yes. And um, she writes about um, kind of her side of the story of her losing her daughter, Lenya, mm, um, yeah. at a very young age. And um, she talks about how God has created us to live a life that flourishes. Mm. That's not just you surviving, but you really thriving right. from pain and from things that will devastate you yeah in this life and um from grief and from mm. some really tough things that really anybody is going to go through in this life what, what a good book to like dive into especially like this year that's yes, been tough I think this is a book that would it's probably really use, help a lot of people encourage people comfort people and then give people the tools they need to um to thrive, to flourish in the life that God has created them to live. Wow, that's so good. Um, I'm I'm excited to read some of those books that you yes. have mentioned because I think I think all of those that you had just 
talked about I haven't read yet. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I'm so excited to to get into those. I'm going to talk about some that um I have read that are, are my spiritual books, my spiritual top three books. Um, the first one is The Circle Maker by Mark Batterson. This book is so good, like so good. It is basically t- it's it's a book about how we can pray with like power mm-hmm. and intention, and it's such a powerful book on basically how you know we can pray in 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 a unique way. So you know, especially like us growing up or um, just being like a Christian in general, like. Mm-hmm. You know, you grow up and you do your little prayer and you say amen and then you kind of go on. Yeah. But this book is like challenging you to to it's it's an active um an active step. It's it's not like just something you say, it's something like you do. Mm-hmm. And so he talks mm-hmm. about my favorite quote of his is um you pray like it depends on God, but you work like it depends on oh, you. Yes. And it's, it's such a this two it's a this this two it's like flipping a coin. There's two sides. Yes. Very, both are very important. Yes. One of them is praying with like faith and with, you know, believing that it's going to happen mm-hmm. and trusting God. And the other one's being active, like actively praying and actively thinking on this. And um, some of the things he talks about is like, you know, typically when we think about prayer, we think about like being on our knees and praying, you know, and mm-hmm. um that's amazing obviously that's definitely a way of praying but he challenges us like he's like i remember in the book he talked about how he like walked around a building that he you know they hope to have use with the church and mm-hmm. um and he walked around it seven times like yeah like when in he, the bible with the wall of jericho and the, oh, walking on wow, the building and yes. stuff like that it's so it's 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 both a a mental and a physical thing it's like you he merges both you know what i mean and i I read this book too so it's so good so good second one that i really like it's called crazy love by francis chan this book is one that challenged me one that really like um it's such a what's the right word it's a book that really opens your eyes to kind of convicts you a little yeah kind of convicts you a little bit it's mm-hmm. a book that really opens your eyes to things that you did not uh, maybe you never thought about or maybe you try to avoid <laughs> yeah um it is such a good book and it convicts it convicts a, I, I hope not just me but a lot of people that um christians yeah especially christians and here in the u.s mm-hmm. um he, he kind of talks to the christian church in the u.s but it's also you know beyond that it's mm-hmm. basically asking you to really see yourself and and kind of like not kind of like not sugarcoat um the things that you've done like kind of like um just because you go to church or just because you are a good person doesn't mean like it's not all that there is. It's all about a relationship with Christ. And it's about being really with him and wanting to um, to do what he says, you know? And these things are super challenging. But um, I just love the way he says it. It's kind of like at first I was like, ooh, wow. You know, you learn a lot about yourself yes. when reading this book as well. I have not read this, so I need to read that. It's definitely a, a good one. Tough one, challenging one, but like 
man, you need to, you need to read it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so, um, that's a great one. My next favorite one is Everybody Always by Bob Goff. And if you know who Bob Goff is, he's amazing. Um, he is, (laughs) he is so cool. He's like the ideal person of when you think of happy, like joy, joy, happiness, like exuberance. He is the guy for that. (laughs) Um, he is in this book, he talks about basically just loving on people it's about it's a it's a it's a book about how we should live our life i think um it's a book about how whether we realize it or not we're you know coming in contact with people all the time Mm -hmm. and we need to like show them love and he explains how like you know it we are followers of Christ that we're going to need to be like Christ in this world. And he, he another thing about Bob Goff is he has some crazy stories that so he has gone through stories. in life. And they're all in this book and they're all these crazy things. And you're like, what is this? Is this even real? Yes. <laughs> it's so good. Um, it's such a good book. It's both like, you're like, wow, that's kind of crazy. But at the same time, wow, that is kind of crazy. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's both, like, fun, but it's also, like, so deep and rich. Yeah. And it just, it's a testament to him. Like, he's such a, um, like, live this day like your last day kind of mm. person. Which yeah. is. And very obedient to, like, whatever Christ has called him to. Exactly. Which is hard. Because yes. there's so many times that we we're like, uh, I don't want to do that. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> um, because right. it's it it makes you step outside of your comfort zone, yeah. which is, I mean, what the book is about: stepping outside your comfort zone, doing things that you never expected to do, or um, seem scary, mm-hmm. or you know. But it's such a such a good reminder that the, this is how you grow, you know, um, by doing all these crazy things. Um. So you have the last section, the historical. Last section, historical books. So for historical books, I have um, two that I really liked. So I've not read a bunch of historical books, but um, these two are my favorite. So this one is called Apollo 8 by Jeffrey Kluger. Um, and it's about Apollo 8. It's about Na- like NASA and the journey to going to space. And it is such a cool book if you love space, if you love NASA. Um, I highly recommend it. And then the second one is The Girls of Atomic City by Denise Kiernan. And it's about basically um, the building of the atomic bomb and how women actually played a part in this. It's, there's lots of science in it as well. But it's so good. And it's very historical. And you learn a little bit about you know what it took to do this um but anyway we're gonna finish this off by basically saying the one book that has impacted us the most so um and in what ways yeah and in what ways they have and let's start with you natalie yeah so for sure i would have to say the bible and i know you think well of course the bible would affect your life Mm -hmm. um but honestly it wasn't until like i really made it a point to read the bible daily um with either like the bible plan in a year um and this really started about three years ago that i had um decided to read the bible every day and it has really to be honest changed my life Mm -hmm. and the sense of um you know, I engage with God's word so much more, and every year I like to think about how I will engage with the Bible, 
Um, and it, re I really try to think about how can I get, get through this by truly reading and hearing God's word. And so it has really shaped, um, my daily life and kind of my thoughts and it, it really changes you as a person. So, um, actually reading it made a huge <laughs> difference. And, um, I know, you know, schedules get busy, so we don't always have a whole lot of time, but you just don't realize when you schedule it in and you take the time to really read how much that's going to give life back to you. But besides the Bible, um, I would have to say that, um, the circle maker really changed and shaped my way of prayer. And mm, you talked yeah. about this mm -hmm. a bit, but, um, it's just really talks about like our, the form of communication with God and then the intimacy with God. And yeah. so it helped me realize to not give, um, to not like give up on praying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But also at the same time, um, to, to be intentional and focused with my prayer. Yeah, that's so good. And so, um, I think that that's really shaped a lot of how, um, I pray and it's changed how I pray. Um, and just recognizing that that's like the first place to go, really. Mm. Mm. So, what about you? All right. So, the book that has impacted me the most. So, I obviously want to say the Bible, but I actually want to say a different book because, um, this book actually started my journey of like wanting to read the Bible mm -hmm. and like my journey of faith. Um, it is called Heaven is for Real by Todd Burpo. And it's kind of, it's, it's a true story. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. About this little boy who dies and then kind of like comes back. It's kind of, it's, it's a kind of like a near death experience book. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, you know, was actually, this book was actually given to us by a family friend. Mm -hmm. And, um, I read it and it was like so in awe like i was so shocked i was like whoa what is this you know and so i it get it got me started on my journey to like wanting to read the bible and wanting to understand what faith is and all of that stuff so i really love that book has changed my life um so yeah that's that's it this has been such a fun episode yes um, it has been so good i hope you guys enjoy this episode um we'll leave like a list of the, all the books yes, that we talked uh -huh. about down below in the description. Um, but we hope you have an awesome day. Yes. Uh, maybe we could ask you guys, what is a book that you really enjoy? Yes. Just any book, let us know. Um, you can let us know on Anchor. Yes. Let us know. You can leave a little message there um, and we'll leave that link as well. Yeah. But we are so happy that we did this episode and we will see you guys in the next episode bye everybody bye everyone hey friends thanks for listening it would mean so much if you would subscribe and would give the podcast a rate and review thanks for tuning in and have an awesome day